On March 30th, the uphill battle, education publishers McGraw-Hill and Sungage have been fighting to complete a merger got a little steeper. The UK's Competition and Markets Authority, otherwise referred to as the CMA, ruled that the company's proposal to sell off a number of their current holdings was not sufficient to maintain uh, global or regional competition. As a result, the CMA did not extend their blessing for the merger to move ahead. Earlier in March, two members of the U.S. House Antitrust Subcommittee, who were Chairman David Cicilline of Rhode Island and Commerce Chair Jan Schakowsky of Illinois, wrote a letter to the Justice Department's Antitrust Division asking for increased scrutiny over the proposed deal. Hi, my name is Henry Kronk for eLearning Inside. This is Ed Technically. This week we are going to return to the proposed McGraw-Hill Sengage merger and discuss some of the challenges the two companies have been facing from regulators uh, in various countries in the past month. So Sengage and McGraw-Hill, the second and third largest college textbook publishers, uh, respectively behind Pearson, announced intentions to merge on May 1st, 2019. The major concern with the deal, like any merger, is that it will consolidate a given market to such an extent that the newly formed entity will act as a monopoly and be able to eliminate other competition. Student and open market advocacy groups began protesting the intended merger over the summer. Citing recent shareholder reports, the group Open Markets argued that the combined company, which is intended to be known as McGraw-Hill, would control 41% of the college textbook market. More recent estimates of that combined market share have been in the range of 41 to 43%. It tends to range, and it's not an exact science necessarily, uh, but that number is not steady. Um, regardless, it's much higher than the precedent set in the U.S., which has blocked mergers that would consolidate 30% or more of a given market. The proposed merger is all the more concerning to higher education stakeholders because incumbent major textbook publishers have dramatically raised costs in recent years as things stand. Between 2006 and 2016, the average cost of textbooks rose at four times the rate of inflation. Like many other mergers in the past, both in the publishing industry and in other sectors, Cengage and McGraw-Hill have proposed selling their assets in specific areas where they directly compete in order to preserve some kind of competition with those titles. The UK's CMA decision related specifically to this proposal that was handed down on March 30th. In previous discussions, Sengage and McGraw-Hill had identified 51 market niches in which they competed directly. They had proposed to the CMA that they sell global assets relating to 42 of these 51 subsections, along with uh, European or UK regional assets in eight other areas. In response to this proposal, CMA Senior Director of Mergers Joel Bamford wrote, quote, 
The CMA has material doubts that the proposed undertakings would effectively remedy the competition concerns identified, end quote. In other words, they don't think that the proposal is does enough to maintain competition. In their March 10th letter, U.S. House Representatives Sicilini uh, and Chikowski raised similar issues, but also posed additional ones. They expressed concern that the merger would put more student data into the hands of one company. This would not only pose a bigger target to cyber criminals, it would also potentially give the proposed entity, quote, an insurmountable lead in the development of machine learning tools for higher education, end quote. The representatives concluded their letter writing, quote, it appears that the proposed Cengage-McGraw-Hill merger will significantly reduce competition in the college textbook market, creating a duopoly, and that refers to the newly formed McGraw-Hill and Pearson, the market leader, um, creating a duopoly that may increase the financial burden on American students, jeopardize their privacy, and unduly influence their education. Accordingly, we respectfully request that the Antitrust Division closely scrutinize this merger to ensure that it does not result in harm to competition, or students and their families, end quote. Though originally forecasting the deal to close by the end of March, Cengage and McGraw-Hill revised that outlook in their February uh, fiscal year quarter three investor report to May 1st. It's now in question whether or not that deadline will be kept. This has been Ed Technically. My name is Henry Kronk. I'm the editor at eLearning Inside. If you like this episode, please rate and review it. If you'd like to hear more, please subscribe. Also keep in mind that this show is available as a video on our YouTube channel and also as a podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. The basic content for this video first appeared as an article on eLearning Inside, and if you would like to hear more about online courses, technology in the classroom, or the edtech sector, please check out our site. If you'd like to get in touch with me, feel free to send an email to henry at elearninginside.com. You can also follow us on various social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Our handle is at eLearning Inside. Thanks for listening. <laughs>